Welcome back to Download with the 5-0, a Picayune Police Department podcast. Uh, Joe Quave here, and today we've got Connie Bienvenue uh, with Pine Belt Mental Health. She is a licensed clinical social worker. Uh, she's currently the crisis administrator for Pine Belt Mental Health Re- Healthcare Resources. Uh, she's been with them over five years uh, as, a, as a clinician is what she started as and is over the mobile response team, mobile crisis response team, and has spent the last three years as the coordinator for that MSERT program. Uh, she's also a crisis intervention team coordinator and assist, a training, assist in training with us. Uh, several of our guys have been through the, uh, the CIT training. She assists with that, uh, as well as working with law enforcement community to de-escalate mental health crisis uh, situations and get them the treatment that they need. So we're very excited to have her with us here today and uh, want to thank you for, for coming. Thank you for having me. Um, yes, yes, ma'am. So briefly talk to us about, you know, our local mental health provider, which is Pine Belt Mental Health. Explain uh, to listeners about what they have to offer. Sure. So um, Pine Belt Mental Health Care Resources currently covers 13 counties in South Mississippi, um, Stone, Harrison, Hancock, Pearl River, Green, Perry, Lamar, Forest, Marion, Jeff Davis, Covington, Jones, and Wayne. Um, and so at each one of those facilities in those counties, people can access uh, outpatient services for mental health. Um, we have a lot of people with serious mental illnesses and youth and adolescents with serious emotional disturbances mm-hmm. that we treat in an outpatient level. Um, we also have two crisis stabilization units in our coverage area. One is located in Laurel, it's known as Westway, and then we have one just known as CSU down in Gulfport. Uh, We also have two uh, 30- to 90-day treatment facilities for alcohol and drugs. Uh, Crossroads is also in Gulfport, right across from the CSU. And then up in uh, Moselle, we have Clearview Recovery Center, which is located right next to the um, Hattiesburg Pine Belt Regional Airport there. Mm-hmm. Um, we also offer intensive services, which are more so for people who can't participate in traditional outpatient services. Maybe they've had um, some multiple hospitalizations, whether at like place called Pine Grove or a CSU or, or maybe even uh, multiple hospitalizations at the state level. Um, our specialty programs move in and take care of those individuals Um we have three specific ones that I wanted to talk about today. Sure, yeah. And I kind of talk about them in level of intensity. So, Great. Okay. Um, the highest level of intensity would be PAC Team, which is Program for Assertive Community Treatment. Uh, PAC Team will see people every day if that's what the need is mm-hmm. to make sure they're taking their meds like they're supposed to. The unique thing about PAC Team is they have a med provider and a nurse on the team, as well as a clinician, community support service specialist and a peer support specialist. Mm-hmm. Um, the next level down of intensity would be I-Court, which is Intensive Community Outreach Recovery Team. Um, and they, too, work with people who can't participate in uh, traditional outpatient treatment, but they see theirs two times a week. Um, that's per their grant requirements. And so they have a nurse on their team with the clinician, the CSS, and the PSS. Um And then they also have a component where somebody is at high risk of being in um, 
in contact with law enforcement mm-hmm. or the jails or the courts, right. um, that's part of their criteria as well. And so those guys are, are visiting them and regulating that to try to keep them out of jail, keep yes. them regulate great. And out of the hospital as well. Nice. Um, we try to reduce hospitalization and reduce nice. contact with law enforcement. Right. And so f- on the, it's not really that the intensity level is lower on mobile crisis response team, but the reason I rank them that way is we don't have a med provider or uh, a nurse on our team. We have a clinician, uh, community support specialist, and peer support specialist. And MSERT's job or mobile crisis response team is to de-escalate individuals in the community with mental health crises and help direct them to treatment, whether that be referring them back to outpatient services, referring them to one of our intensity programs, or getting them to a hospital if that's what the need requires based on danger to self and others. Awesome. Great. That, that's good. Um, so these are, you know, those those outpatient where the teams are coming to them. They're mm-hmm. not necessarily coming to you guys. Right. What if, you know, for, for a listener, what, what if they have a family member or a friend that is experiencing a, uh, a crisis or they have noticed behaviors get progressively worse and, and, they, and they feel that help is needed? How should they go about handling that? Should they, they call you guys and, and then you give an assessment? Or what, what does that look like? Yeah, there's there's a couple of ways to to um, initiate uh, care. And first off, if there's no immediate threat to anybody or uh, themselves or the community um, and somebody is just simply needing to access our services for uh, medications and or therapy, then they can contact their local Pine Belt office within the county that they reside gotcha. and set up an appointment. However, we do have after hours numbers in place for um, crises. Mm-hmm. If you're not in Stone, Harrison or Hancock County, any of our other counties, then you would call 888-330-7772, which is available 24-7 for mental health crises. Um, and then the other number for Stone, Harrison, and Hancock is 800-681-0798. Again, available 24-7 uh, for mental health assessments and de-escalation. Um, and, you know, we work closely with police officers. Mm-hmm. So if there is a level of danger that we don't have the equipment to handle... <laughs> Then we're going to call in law enforcement enforcement first, right? And we're always happy, <clears throat> excuse me, to assist with that. And uh, I like the partnership that we have because we've had several guys and ladies that have been through the the training that you guys offer. And mm-hmm. there's one I think the second week of June. I know it's in June. I think it's the second week we're sending somebody uh, to to another class. So so really looking forward to that. That will be our 65th academy. Wow. For CIT Crisis Intervention Team. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what, what a great resource. So say if we have anybody listening to that, you know, they, they recognize uh, that they need uh, assistance. They recognize that they need some, uh, some help and, but are hesitant to go uh, to the office itself. What, what could you tell them maybe to give them a little bit better insight about what that visit would look like? Uh, maybe to kind of break that ice if they're hesitant, you know, something unknown, fear the unknown, that kind of thing. What what would that look like when they go there? How, how would that entry look like? 
how long would say a session be and and how often or does that depend Can yeah it depends on every situation it, um so like if they're if a family member is concerned about somebody and they feel like i can't get them out of the house to come to pine belt mm-hmm. and their symptoms are too much for us to manage then they can call their local pine belt office and ask for insert they can also go through that 800 number as well in their area um, and MCERT will come out to the home. It's typically a cl- clinician and or a CSS. We have a great PSS that sometimes responds as well. Mm-hmm. And we come there um, and just sit down and talk and try to decide what's the best way to get services started. Um, my team is even willing to do paperwork at the home if we can get a great connection going on mm-hmm. the Internet. Um and try to relieve, you know, remove some of those barriers that people face in getting in. Gotcha. Uh, and then once we get them more comfortable with talking to a therapist, riding with us to, you know, get meet with the doctor, sometimes people find it easier to just transition out and into regular outpatient treatment Okay, great. Services. So that, that's one uh, path or avenue to get mm-hmm. there. Okay. All right. And and when sessions are held, you know, at, at the office, mm-hmm. is that... Uh, Weekly, twice a week? Yes. So uh, we prefer weekly when somebody's been in a crisis at Mm -hmm. minimum. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that way we can, what my team does is we come by and we check and make sure you're taking your medications daily like you're supposed to, like they're prescribed. Mm -hmm. Um, We look and ask questions about sleep patterns and appetite patterns and um, just to see if there's any fluctuation because sometimes that's an indicator. Mm -hmm. Uh, We always assess for suicidal ideation or homicidal ideation and we will also check in with people and and assure they're not hearing voices or seeing things that other people don't see and Mm -hmm. there's absolutely nothing wrong with having hallucinations or delusions it's just when those hallucinations or delusions are commanding the person to hurt themselves or hurt someone else then we've got something that we need to pay a little more attention to and treat a little differently gotcha okay yeah well, I've learned a great uh, deal in just this uh, this ten minutes that we've been here, Miss Connie. Mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate it. Is there anything else you think uh, people need to know about or hear about? Anything you'd like to include before we wrap up? Yeah, there's um, a lot of new programs on the horizon at Pine Belt that we're very excited about. Um, we will be training more dispatchers this summer, starting in July. Uh, dispatchers are a very important part of our team. No doubt. Uh, yeah, and sometimes get overlooked. Right. <laughs> um, but they can be the first form of communication. We are also working towards a firefighter-specific class. Mm-hmm. And since firefighters are sometimes the first one to arrive on the scene, mm-hmm. we need their help as well. And we're looking f- to uh, include paramedics in that as well. If we can get everybody on the scene working to the same goal, things will go much more smoothly. Right. Um, we have a first-of-its-kind in the state of Mississippi co-responder program that's starting in Forest County. Um, and it, it's where... An MCERT team member will be embedded with the sheriff's department. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they won't be riding along with the officers, but they will be learning situational awareness and how to stay safe on a scene and responding with officers at the immediacy. Um, the other two big things on the horizon would be uh, our diversion centers that we, we are working on. Uh, one of our issues with uh, crisis intervention team officers is having a single point of entry right. where officers can bring somebody that, that needs to be in touch with mental health services and out of the community. 
Um, so we are currently working on a facility in conjunction with Lamar County officials. Um, it's coming soon in Purvis. It's jointly funded by Lamar and Forest Counties along with City of Hattiesburg. Uh, it's like a 14,000 square foot building with 16 bed crisis stabilization unit on one side. On the other side, it's called a living room model. It's a 23 hour model. I kind of think of it as like a chill out zone. No, right. You know, if we can get in contact with people in a 23 hour period or less and get them connected to medications and or just let them talk, sometimes people's crises will drastically yeah. go down. Right. And we don't have to go to the hospital. <coughs> the And so we have one just like that that is also being worked on now in Harrison County and it's funded by Harrison County. Um, it's going to be in Gulfport. The plans to open that one will be the first of 2024. We don't have a better timeline on the one in Lamar mm -hmm. County as of yet. Um, but it, too, will be the same. The only difference is it's going to be eight CSU beds in that Gulfport Diversion Center. Mm -hmm. And then they'll have eight recliners on the living room model gotcha. um, side. So we're very, very that, excited about those. That, those will be game changers. That, that is, and that's a lot of progress going forward. Um you know, to, to provide additional resources and places for people to try to avoid, you know, like you say, hospitals and yes. jails, but those con situations continually getting worse. And that's usually where they, you know, we both know where they wind up. One of the things I've learned working with officers as a team, you know, with mental health care professionals and officers together on one team is that if the officers don't have that mental health support and mm -hmm. don't have somewhere to take the individuals, then they kind of get frustrated and move away from the CIT skills. So we try to give them all the support we can. Well, certainly appreciate that. And uh, and thank you uh, for your service to the community and providing those resources and having such a heart for it. You know, we, have, we haven't sat down and talked, but I've seen you in passing at a lot of places, and you can <laughs> tell that your heart's in it. So thank you and, and appreciate uh, what you've done. So. And thanks for stopping by yeah, and, and visiting with us and, uh, and providing us with some information. So. That'll be it, and uh, we thank you guys for listening to Download with the 5-0, a Picayune Police Department podcast.